0: Hello Will here, welcome to another episode of the First Homeowner Concierge Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the buying process, but first if you're at a point where you haven't organized your home loan, I suggest you go back and listen to the first two episodes which will allow you to get the most out of this episode. Let's get cracking. Welcome to the First Homeowner Concierge Podcast, where our sole target is to get you into your first home. Now, on to today's topic. Currently, I'm helping a client buy his first home, and he's skipped the first two steps that is, organising his home loan and the rest of the professionals he needs to use to purchase his first home. I've only dealt with him over the phone and email earlier this week and have teed up a time to sit down with him and get into the finer details tomorrow. He's been house hunting and he's now suffering from some serious FOMO. The developers have all told him he's missed out on blocks and are trying to suck him in by getting him to put a deposit down for something else. Before I start this episode, I want to make it clear to you that you must do certain things in a certain order. Otherwise, you're just gonna make life hard for yourself. My customer really needs to sit down with me and get my tick of approval first because there's no point in wasting weekends on going out house hunting if you can't even find a lender that will give you the loan. That is why I say go back, listen to the first two episodes. They only go for about five minutes each, but they give you what you need to know. In episode two, I talked about the team that you would need and briefly touched on some points in the buying process. Today, I wanna go a little bit deeper. I'm gonna explain buying at auction versus private sale. Private sale is finding something on domain and realestate.com. Basically that's not up for auction. That's what a private sale is. I'm gonna talk about finance clauses, building in pest clauses, along with settlement periods and paying deposits. Lastly, I'm gonna sum up the process in five easy, simple to understand steps for you. Okay, buying at auction. The main difference between buying at auction and buying via private sale is that when you purchase at auction, your contract is unconditional. This means you put your 10% deposit down and you cannot back out of the deal. The risk here is that if your lender declines the home loan application, then you can potentially lose your deposit. Also, if you want a building and pest inspection done, then you have to do that before the auction. And the problem here is that if you don't win the auction, you've just spent hundreds of dollars on a building and pest inspection you can't use. And this can happen several times if you go to auction. Especially in a strong market. Some buyers might not have a choice in the matter as the location they want to buy in may be using predominantly auctions. In this situation, I would recommend you work closely with your mortgage broker so that they can do as many checks as possible prior to your buying. When buying a property that is being sold by private sale, a first homeowner avoids the risk of having to buy unconditionally at auction. There are two standard clauses a first homeowner would use one, a finance clause. You may have also heard the term subject to finance, and this is the same thing as a finance clause. When you sign a contract to purchase, the bank will then look at the contract and value the property prior to approving the loan. This puts you at risk because if the bank doesn't like the property, then they can decline the loan. So if you are the buyer, you can protect yourself by putting in a finance clause. The finance clause allows you to back out of the purchase without any penalty if the bank declined the loan. Now, when you put the clause in the contract, this obviously has to be accepted by the seller, but it's very common in property purchase contracts. A standard time for a finance clause is two weeks and the remainder of the deposit is due at the two weeks after your home loan is approved. I say the remainder of the deposit because the real estate agent will generally get you to put down a small amount, uh, like $1,000, when you sign the contract, Just to make sure you're a genuine buyer and you're not wasting anyone's time. The second clause is the building and pest clause. There are plenty of things that can be wrong with the property that is not identifiable to the naked eye. This inspection will tell you what faults there are with the building and if there's any pest damage. The common one being termite damage. This is particularly important because once you buy the property these problems are yours to deal with. The clause allows you to back out of the purchase if it shows something you weren't aware of previously with the property. When purchasing at auction, the settlement period is set out prior to auction. It will usually be for 60 or 90 days. However, when it's a private sale, this is also open to negotiation. This can allow you to understand what the seller wants, and if you work with them to arrange a settlement period that you are both happy with, then it's a win-win situation. You would arrange the finance building and pest clause and the settlement period by communicating this to the agent when putting in your offer. A lot of people would say to put your offer in writing, which is probably the formal way. But prior to that, I would have the conversation with the real estate agent as to what price and terms the seller is looking for. That way the agent might be able to give you some feedback as to what the seller actually wants and if there are other parties putting in other offers. So that's a pretty basic rundown of the purchasing process. Now, just to try and give you a bit of perspective and bring this whole thing together, I'm going to summarize the process for you in five simple steps. Step one, meet with your mortgage broker. They'll work with you to get you ready to buy your first home. They will let you know how much you can spend on your property. Step two, call your conveyancer prior to when you start shopping. They will help you with the legal side of things, meaning they will make sure you have the finance clauses and building and pest clauses in place if you need them. Step three, your offer is accepted and you've signed the purchase contract. At this point, your mortgage broker will ask for the contract once both you and the seller have signed it. The mortgage broker will send the contract to the bank and arrange for the bank valuation. They'll also sort out anything else required to get the home loan approved. They should be communicating with the conveyancer and the real estate agent and yourself to keep everyone on the same page. Step four, home loans approved, At this stage, you're ready to proceed unless there is something in the building and pest report that you're not happy with. Assuming you're happy with it, you pay the real estate agent the remainder of the deposit. Step five, you sign the home loan contracts and they return to the bank to get ready for settlement. From here, it's your conveyance's job to liaise between all relevant parties to complete the settlement. So that's it, five simple steps to buying your own home. Before I go, I'd like to give you something to think about. Buying your first home will be, for a lot of you, the biggest transaction of your lifetimes. This is a big journey and can literally take years to play out. It's like climbing Everest. You don't take a weekend off and go climb it. It requires some serious planning, and even if you do the planning, it doesn't necessarily mean you'll make it to the top. But you can make it easier on yourself. In fact, no one climbs the mountain without Sherpas. They literally do all the heavy lifting for you. What I'm saying is you need a seriously good mortgage broker and conveyancer to get you to the top of the mountain and buy your first home. Let them be your Sherpas. If you've listened to these first four episodes of the podcast, you should have a good idea of whether you're ready or not. All you need to do is get in contact with a mortgage broker like myself, who would love to help you on this journey to buying your first home. That's it from me guys. Till next time. listening to today's episode of the First Homeowner Concierge Podcast. If you've got any questions or you would like to get into your own home or you just want to stalk me online, you can search Will Bell Mortgage Broker on either Google or Facebook.